You tuned into Eden FM. Wonderful chatting to you. Good morning from Monet Peterson and my co-host. Good morning, listeners. Daryl Damons. Daryl Damons. Morning, Daryl. How are you? Very good morning. Opgestaan, wakker geraak of wakker geskrik? Kom eens hier geskrik. Maar vandaag praat ons met een doktor. Ja, it's wonderful. And as we have announced, we have, um, we have a, a fresh up and, and going guest this morning here in the studio. We have Dr. Tersha Tablanche, acting principal of the South Cape TVET College. Dr. Tablanche, wonderful having you and thank you for taking time to come and chat to us this morning. Good morning to all the listeners and also to all our students listening hopefully this morning. And thank you, Morne, for this opportunity. Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Tablanche. Uh, South Cape, South Cape uh, College, TVET College has been in the news for the whole week, or I believe for the past four weeks. <laughs> we correct. And it's going about, it's all about the situation at the campus. And uh, we are going to unpack it with Dr. Tablanche, but we're first going to sort of set the scene and create the foundation on the discussion. But shortly, it's all about uh, the NISFAS, NSFAS payments being late or some of the payments not being done. So it means that a lot of students did not get their financial assistance. And according to the students, that causes a lot of havoc with regards to some of them being stranded at home in the Eastern Cape and in the Free State and they can't come uh, to the campus. They are without finances, uh, without accommodation, uh, financial accommodation and food. And um, the South Cape College is the service provider that now provides the services for studies. So the South Cape College is actually in the middle of it all. On the one hand, you have the funder. On the other hand, you have the student and you need the service provider as the South Cape College. And uh, a lot of things have been said about the college and the role that the college play in it all uh, and this is why we've invited Dr. Tablanche as acting principal today to come and chat to us about how things work especially with regards to bursaries with regards to the funding model and where we are at now so Dr. Tablanche thank you so much once again for your time thank you um, briefly explain to us now uh, before we get to the grievances and the protests can we just start with two questions, two basic questions, first of all. Um, the listeners, explain to the listeners the process, especially, and I think this will help a lot of our parents as well, as parents of potential students and of current students, how do you actually apply for the NSFAS bursary in order to study, at this, uh, in, the, in this instance, at the South Cape TV College? Yes, Mona, due to our time constraints, I am going to highlight only key issues. I just want to say up front that the NSFAS bursary uh, administration and management is a complex system mm. with so many variables. So in short, pr prospective students must annually apply for bursaries before the 30th of November on the NSFAS website. Even if they did not apply for a course yet at the college, mm. even if they were not accepted yet for a course at the college, that application is a separate process from okay. application for courses at the college. All the required documentation must be uploaded onto the NSFAS portal, for example, ID documents, proof of both income of parents, proof of address, and all these supporting documents are on the NSFAS website. Mm www.nsfas.org.za The NSFAS online application process open up annually during the month of September. Students <coughs> excuse me, are regarded as late applicants or walk-ins 
if they apply after the 30th of November. Mm. And Morne, this is one of the main reasons that we are sitting with some of the, the problems. Okay. Most of the current students applied now in February mm. when NSFAS opened up the system which again for TV colleges in the country. Mm, which is technically late. And yes, it mm. is regarded as late. As late. Mm. So we still registered and conducted applications right up till the 26th of February this year. And yet students expected payment the next week. Mm. So that I just want to highlight is causing is one of the major factors driving this. And I really hope any other new prospective students wishing to study, not just at TV colleges, even at universities, it closes the 30th of November annually. Please apply on time. The college even avail our facilities to the public if they do not have, you know, data or of, uh, IT equipment mm. to apply online. They can come mm. and make appointments and use our facilities. And then, very important, one of the main uh, factors to be eligible for a bursary, combined parent income may not exceed 350,000 <laughs> rand. And all applicants must create a MyNSFAS account so that they can track their own statuses. NSFAS do not pay out any funding to any student if they did not create their MyNSFAS account. And currently in our college, we still sit with 372 students that did not create their MyNSFAS account. Mm. Thank you. Okay. okay. Uh, doctor, I want you briefly to explain the process to be eventually awarded the NSFAS bursary and to receive student allowances. This means money into the students' bank accounts. Mm. Yes, thank you for that question. I've heard on a radio clip, I think it was on Monday, when one of our students in, were interviewed by one of your uh, reporters and mm. journalists, yeah. that the college have received money and are refusing to pay the money out and all, all of those. So I hope that the students are listening careful. NSFAS, first and foremost, approves all applications. The college do not approve applications of this. Okay. So that's totally outside of the authority of the college. When mm. you apply, mm. you apply online on the NSFAS website and they approve. Then the college will receive what they call an NSFAS funded list ah. with a name list of okay. students. So it means then the students that's already approved by NSFAS? Yes. The list, yeah. Yes. Okay. We must also note, and this part is always forgotten, students tend to be aggrieved about student allowances. But NSFAS also pay the tuition fees, the class fees of the student. Okay. So there's various parts to this bursary. Mm. It's the class fees. And then the allowances is a separate process. Mm. Yes. And a separate application process where we get the allowances for accommodation, transport, or uh, and the, the personal care. Okay, so students then, once they are on the funded list and they mm. go onto their MyNSFAS account, they can even then track their statuses to see am I funded, am I not funded, how far is my application? Wonderful. Right. Then, upon receipt of the NSFAS funded list, now by the college, mm -hmm. from NSFAS, our role is then to upload the student registration information, which is now on our system. 
Because okay. remember, it's a separate process to apply to the college and to be accepted and to be registered. That part is with the college. So only now we are asked to upload the student uh, registration information onto the NSFAS portal to confirm that the students are in fact registered TV, uh, South Cape College TVET students. Then, upon successful upload of all the student registration data, only then NSFAS will disburse the student allowances into the college bank account. Mm. But this money that they deposit, and very important, must be accompanied with a remittance advice. Mm. And I just want to pause a bit by the, uh, what exactly is the remittance advice. So it could mean that NSFAS paying the money today, but the remittance advice don't come. Mm. Then we still can't pay out. Then even if it comes, it must be reconciled, checks and balances by the mm. finance department. Mm. If there's any discrepancies or errors, they still can't pay out. They must then make contact with the NSFAS officials to sort out any mm. discrepancy before the college can make a payout to any student account. So the remittance advice indicates clearly the name of each student of which the amounts are received from NSFAS. Mm. So it's not just receive and pay yeah. out to we, we, we have to have the facts. So this means that even if NSFAS make that disbursement, we have to reconcile those amounts against the students. Then, in addition to the college, must also oh sorry, I already said yeah, you I, said about yes, the, the I already fact that it has to be reconciled by the yes. college. Yeah? And then the college can only pay allowances if NSFAS disburse funds into the college account. And all issues related to remittance advice are 100%. The college do not have own funds to bridge NSFAS student allowances. Mm. In other words, if NSFAS don't pay, the college can't pay the student because the college do not have such funds mm. to pay out monies to mm. students while we wait so, for all so these processes to be completed. So the college is not a funder? The college is not a funder. The mm. college does not have a bursary fund. We mm. are not... And, uh, Doctor, this whole process obviously haven't been uh, expedited by COVID. I mean, in the sense that it had been retarded. Look, to some extent. Yes, it was, and and the, I must say, the DHET, the Department of Higher Education and Training, with NSFAS, extended due mm. to all the COVID issues. Mm. It was first for two weeks in February, and then they extended it with another two weeks. So mm. they were accommodating of the students. Mm, so th they actually gave some extension yes. uh, to the students. Uh, now can we go, go to what is actually the issues? The key issues uh, in your view, what would you say are the key issues that students are aggrieved about? And do they have uh, legitimate reasons for their grievances? Marta, yes. Our students definitely have legitimate uh, reasons for being aggrieved but I hope that after today within a reason they will also understand that some of these processes are out of control of the, the college. college we yeah. are the mediator or the middleman between them and uh, the NSFAS office and we have full sympathy with all these circumstances and I just hope also that they can stop the protests and rather come and, and sit down and have meetings with management so that we again can explain all of these things to them. 
because the protest is not going to bear any fruit at the end of the day. It's not mm. going to bring the money. Mm. It is the mm. administration Very and true. all of that. And I just want to say that students sometimes act as a collective and yet when you apply, you're an individual application. And N is fostered mm -hmm. you as an individual applicant. Mm. When the money comes against your name, it's not against a group of reasons why we are protesting. There's mm. a reason for each and every student if you do not receive your money and the reasons are different. So Got if it. they don't come and inquire what is my reason, they will never know if they just stand in the streets and protest. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one of the key reasons and we acknowledge this, there has been and still are huge delays from NSFAS to disperse the funds into the college bank account and that then obviously lead to the college paying the money out late. And I also want to say there's at this stage no date schedule. As much as in the past there was planning for specific dates when NSFAS will disperse the funds, when will the college disperse the funds to the students because of all the late uh, mm. issues. Mm. And, but the college has committed to pay out the money within two to three days upon the receipt and the reconciliation of the remittance advice. And mm. we have stayed with that commitment up to now. Whenever monies were received, we paid it out within two to three days. That's good deal. Then, student allowance criteria is another thorny issue, and I will speak more to that later. Uh, the student allowance criteria impacts obviously negatively at this stage and disadvantage our students since they will be unable to pay rent or buy food etc with a travel allowance which most of them now are receiving mm. instead of the accommodation allowance which some of them applied for and i'll explain the reasons later for that and this then obviously now lead to student deregistrations or cancellations of the courses mm. then students were also only informed during the first week of march um, about the reduction of the college student allowance allocation for 2021 which unfortunately this year is more than half wow. uh, reduced to what the college could claim and pay out to students last year and i'll say more about it this has been reduced by in his first itself yes, mm. yes is this for food and yes and accommodation mm. yes mm. then the college only received the allowance allocation letter from in uh, which is dated on the 1st of March, on the 2nd of March, and therefore the college could not inform the students well in advance before the commencement of the 2021 registrations. I must state that in the past, uh, and last year in specific, there was not a fixed allocation. We applied to a pool of funds, and it was almost a first-come, first-serve basis, mm. and therefore the college actually benefited much more you uh, through that system, system yeah. but due to you know uh, budget cuts and mm. lots of uh, funding uh, issues up at treasury and the fiscus yeah. uh, it is as all a ripple effect right down to where we are as a state uh, yeah. funded college mm. then obviously uh, there exists uh, false student perceptions that the college receive student allowances and refuse to pay the monies out into the student bank accounts without first verifying from the college management whether the funding was indeed received and if it was received was the remittance received and was it correctly reconciled so that in short are the main issues, issues that that students at this moment um grapple with now
Um, since the students are so aggrieved, Doctor, by the student allowance criteria, you said you will unpack that a bit for us. Um, explain briefly to our listeners why the college now, as you said, developed a student allowance criteria for the 2021 academic year. Okay. I'm sure, uh, Marne, uh, you will remember our outgoing president right at the end of 2017 in December announced free education for yeah, all. Yeah. And everybody had to run overnight to ensure yeah. that this happened. That was just after that first feast must fall yes, yes, protest. Yes, yes. Mm. So for the past three years, this pool system of applications actually happened where the majority <coughs> of students actually then were awarded accommodation bursaries mm. because this criteria is all about exclusion now from accommodation bursaries but i just want to sketch that part so during 2020 the college claimed and pay out student allowances and this is now from nsfas mm. against a pool of funds administered by nsfas to the value of plus minus over 70 million rand so this was for accommodation transport uh, and personal care. Those are the three. That was now for last year, yes, as we say. Yes. Mm. And it was done on a first come first serve basis, but unfortunately the system now has changed for 2021. And as I said earlier, it could be due to all the shortage of funds up at Fiscus and National Treasury and everything that's happening. And, and, the, and the influence of COVID-19 yes, can also and pay. And COVID-19, yeah. obviously. Mm. Uh, and all 50 TVET colleges this year received <coughs> a fixed allocation, allocation. Hmm. within which we have to work. So unfortunately the NSFAS allowance allocation for our college has been reduced to a mere 36 million rand for 2021. And it's based on the planned student enrollment numbers for the 2021 year as approved by the Department of Higher Education and Training. Morne, I, it must be noted that the South Cape TVET College as a public institution is one of 50 other public TVET institutions in the college. Mm. Mm. And we are rated under one of the smallest and poorest resource colleges amongst the 50 TVET colleges. Mm. So when they decided now to use student numbers in your planning that okay, we approved yeah. last year for this year, mm. we obviously now get <coughs> the smallest of the chunk, whatever yeah, that yeah. big cake was. Yeah. Obviously. So they cut mm. us back to size, I almost want to say. And because remember, there's bigger colleges that sit with up to 20,000 students per year. Yeah. Our college, in terms of this funding, have more or less 4,000 students. Mm. So a college like College of Cape Town could receive 70 million rand this year. So it is about this planning of student numbers, how the department got to the cutting also of the amounts. Then the reduction of the college NSFAS student allowances then necessitated the development of a student allowance criteria for 2021. Mm. And this is where the whole issue is coming in. And this was to ensure that at least all of the student applicants receive some form of allowance. This criteria were consulted with the College Financial Aid Committee and this committee consists of SRC members across our six campuses, as well as management staff, as well as college other staff of bursary administration. 
and the acting principal then have to approve this criteria. Mm, mm. Okay? So this process is done at college level now. And we are allowed to create such criteria so that we stay within this amount. Because it's no use, we spray and paint an award, and then mm. the students will still be unhappy because the yeah. NSPAS will say there's no money, you <laughs> yeah. exceeded your allocation. Then in addition to the college student allowance criteria, the student allowance allocation also have to be divided between a 60% for travel allowances and 40% for accommodation. And this rule is strictly prescribed in the 2021 DHET TVET rules and guidelines for the administration and management of college bursary scheme. Mm. Okay. At this moment, we are only have time for our last two questions with, with Dr. Tablans. What are the key elements of this criteria and how does it affect the students financially? Okay, the allowance criteria comprise of three uh, elements. Accommodation, and for a student to qualify for accommodation, he or she must live 40 kilometers <coughs> away from the college or the mm. campus. Mm. And the monthly allowance linked to that is 2,520 rand. Then there's a travel or transport allowance, and students must live between 0 and 39,9 kilometers from their homes to qualify for the travel allowance. And then everybody receive a personal care allowance if they awarded a bursary of 290 rand per month. Okay. Then the criteria prioritizes at this stage the allocation of accommodation allowances for the returning or continuing students who passed all their subjects during the 2020 ex uh, examination uh, sitting off last year. Returning students who failed one subject or two are currently excluded to receive or being awarded an accommodation bursary and they will only receive a transport allowance and a personal care allowance. All new student applicants for 2021 will only receive a transport allowance. All students receive personal care in addition to accommodation or transport. And just remember, a student can receive either accommodation or transport, not both. Okay. The student allowance criteria impacts definitely negatively and disadvantage our students. I think I said that earlier, mm -hmm. and this is part of the, the main grievance at this stage. It must be noted that all students also receive tuition and <coughs> class fee bursaries, which NSFAS pays directly to the college for each qualifying college yeah. student. Yeah. How can the college then therefore assist the students to alleviate the negative impact that the current situation have on the students? Sure, this is an extremely difficult and, and sensitive question. I am really going to try my best. Yeah. Uh, the students at this stage, um, thanks to the background I sketched earlier of yeah. the reduction of the funds, okay. can only be assisted if NSFAS in collaboration with the DHET increase our college allocation with approximately another 36 million rand for the 2021 academic year. We have done our sums, we've worked out exactly who applied for accommodation that's currently excluded, who they are, how, what's the amount, and this is more or less what we, we come to. Mm. I've written a letter and asked for that amount from our uh, DHET So office. you did engage? I've engaged, mm. we explained, we put the plight of the students, and I said already, unfortunately, our college do not have reserve funds to bridge NSFAS bursaries. Unfortunately, not just our college, 
it looked like all or some of the other colleges also wrote letters to ask for additional funding. So this is not just a South Cape College issue. Okay. And we received a generic letter mm. uh, from the DHET signed by our acting DDG, Ms. Singh, that unfortunately there is no additional funding for student allowances. We have to work within that amounts that we receive. And then it must also be noted that the college are increasingly uh, finding that some students are sometimes also uh, more and this is uh, sad to say accessing not just our college this is a national trend across the 50 colleges which are far from their homes and sometimes just to qualify for the accommodation allowance mm. which is sad because this places extraordinary and severe strain on the current reduced student allowance allocation made to our college in specific mm. for the 2021 academic year. Because remember, the, we have 50 colleges. There's up to 6 or 10 in other provinces, depending on the size. And the 40-kilometer radius, remember, right, you yeah. must qualify. Mm. So it's all uh, linked to those issues. So it seems with this trend that the department is now cutting us, as I say, back, mm. back to size. Mm. It seems that in future, students have to consider registering closest to home where they then qualify for transport allowances. Because as I say, this is not just a South Cape College issue. It is mm. cut across. National. And then lastly, I just want to say, myself and my uh, our college management team is currently developing a donor and fundraising policy and strategy. Okay. To see, can we find additional. outside funding, yeah, private funding, uh, to build a fund to support mm. our students in future? But Morna, you know this will take time. Yeah. And if there's any industry listening this morning, I really want to appeal to them for their support. Once we launch it, some of them can contact me. If they have any ideas, any support, I'm open to, to for advice and listening. <coughs> yeah, and, and Doctor, I think uh, parents and students have to be empathetic to your uh, uh, issues that you have to deal with in terms of budgetary constraints, uh, the, the fact that you, you are a smaller campus, etc., COVID, and we wish you well in the excellent work you are doing, uh, Yes, uh, thank you. We've run out of time. Thank you so much, Doctor. So, students, we are going to upload the interview on our portal uh, by 12 o'clock today. You can go via our website to the Eden FM portal, and then we'll, we'll uh, upload it there, and you can actually still send us questions. We'll lie with the doctor, because it seems our time was too short, Doctor. We have to come back. Any final remarks before we greet? Yes, please, Morne. I have some good news, and I did issue a circular yesterday to our students. Mm. We received additional disbursements over the past two or three days. Wonderful. And today, a total of 1,963 students will receive allowances Fantastic. between today and hopefully last on Monday. And I just want to appeal to all our students to please return to class on Monday and also to the SRC to make contact with my office so that we can meet and discuss any other issues and all students to go to the campus to inquire if they still have any unhappiness about their allowances. Yes, Thank you. talk to the college, don't break the communication. Talk so that you can find out what is your situation. Thank you so much, Dr. Tablanche, for your time. We'll definitely talk to you once again and unpack these things and clarify because this is at the end of the day what it is all about so that we can help our students to have a good education. Yeah. All of, of the best. Okay. Bye bye. Bye, doctor. Thank you.